Lucky Shots Media here as we are back for this week, ready to go. We're past the halfway point, kind of gearing up, I believe, a week away from some fantasy football trade deadline. So still, obviously, uh, in the thick of things, people looking to make a playoff push. We're going to go down through the games and get you the fantasy advice from Ricky Larson himself. Ricky, good to be back. Uh, and congrats on your nice call on the Jets, outright upsetting uh, your the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to pick an upset every week and uh, games like that, trap games, you know, Jets come in with a decent record. Why not? And eh, it was kind of shaky, but hey, it got done. <laughs> yep. Love it. Yep. The Jets all of a sudden have gone over their win total. That was like the most public bet thing. I'm laughing at that the whole offseason and Joe Flack. They, they're good. I don't know what it is. Robert Sala. Congrats to him. All right. Thursday night football. Let's start with the Falcons and the Panthers. <laughs> I mean, just uh, right off the bat, we've got decisions here. Algier, somehow, still part of the offense, fantasy relevant. Cordero was huge, but mostly in the end zone. Uh, looks like Hubbard's going to be back for the Panthers. And Foreman, obviously, who doesn't have more of a passing down effect. He was absent after his 30-point performance. Do you start Mariota? He had a terrible game last week. Just your general thoughts here on what's probably going to be a crap game or maybe a fantasy bonanza on a Thursday. I I think we got spoiled the past couple weeks with some decent Thursday night games. I think we're going back to the early weeks of Thursday night football this year with uh, this game. Yeah. Uh, I think you can start Cordero. I think you're fine there. Uh, you know, Algier was supposed to be my big play last week. And then we got the news late in the week that, uh, hey, Cordero is going to play. And he came in, played just fine. I think he scored like 16, 18 points. So yep. didn't, didn't really miss a beat. I think you'll be okay there. Uh, I, I really struggle to play anything else. I mean, it, we are still in the thick of bye weeks. Uh, so there's a possibility if you got Deontay Foreman, you still got to play him, which yeah. I I don't know. You, you play him and just pray that it's not going to be Chuba Hubbard cutting into that. It's not going to be any of the other backs. Uh, and that's really all I can muster up to actually play. Uh, I don't trust the quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't necessarily trust the receivers. If you like DJ more then this is a game where you think you can still play them because Atlanta's defense isn't all that great, but, uh, I, I wouldn't want to play DJ more this week if I had that choice. Uh, any receivers or receiving core is Pitts a no go. Mm, yeah. I think he had what two catches for twenty-seven yards last week. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, it it helped me go over you in the one prop bet we had uh, because he had just two catches. The other guy had one, so <laughs> uh, you know it, it paid off there. But yeah, I I still struggle to play Kyle Pitts uh, yep. at any point so far. Hopefully, he makes his way away from Atlanta sometime soon. Any interesting guys you would maybe stream over Mariota, like Dalton? Uh, you're high on Jacoby Brissett. Would Brissett yeah. go over him? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely play Brissett over uh, Mariota. Uh, and again, it's a curb your, curb your uh, expectations type of thing, but I think Brissett can sit anywhere from that 15 to 20 range. I've got him, you know, about 18, I think, this week. So, uh uh, I just think, you know, and I, I didn't mention it on my show, but I think this is the last week before Deshaun Watson comes back. Is I, Watson back next week or is it the week after? I thought he wasn't until like 13. I could be wrong. I but, thought it was uh, like 11 games. So yeah. it might be like, but 
I think we're going to see Jacoby Brissett really try to just be like, hey, I know you paid him all this money. Just maybe if I play really good, can I keep playing? You know, I his team's a whole year, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I think he's going to really try to show out these next two weeks. So I think he's a great streaming option. Um, all right, let's move to we got another London game. They're just peppering us with over the pond. So set your alarms. Uh, is it time to start thinking about Tom Brady as a you know plug in starter again? Like who do you? I mean, Gino, we've gushed about on again. Lucky Shots Media, check it out. We gushed about Gino. But your thoughts on potentially this matchup here, Seattle Tampa? So this isn't London. This okay. is Germany. They're going to Munich, Germany to play this game. How can I? I don't know. I. <laughs> My girlfriend asked me, why do they play all these international games? Well, it's because there's going to be a Europe division all of a sudden. And I'm like, eh, people across the pond, they like soccer. They they don't, <laughs> the other necess- they don't necessarily care about football. But I mean, I guess if we're trying to expand, make it a worldwide kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the fantasy relevancy of all of this. Uh, you know, Brady... Fun fact, he's 2-0 and since getting divorced or all that happening. <laughs> That's so, a great you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, You know, he's starting to play a little better. I think you can uh, you can still comfortably play him. I've had to play him all year, and, you know, it hasn't been anything spectacular, but anywhere from 15 to 20 a game. I think yep. you can expect that this week. Uh, I think Gino will probably be the guy who is the better quarterback in that matchup, uh, obviously. It's a tough matchup against Tampa Bay's defense, but we can't not play Kenneth Walker. No. Dear Lord, this kid. I, I love him. Uh, he's been part of the reason that I'm making a comeback in fantasy leagues. So uh, I think you got to you gotta roll with him. And then receiver-wise, who who's Geno going to throw to if he's doing all right? Mm-hmm. I think you got to go with DK Metcalf. I mean, it's kind of been his guy all year, so let's go with DK there. On the other side uh, – yeah, you can play Brady. Do you play Fournette? Do you play Evans? Do you play Godwin? You, guy, you like Kate Otten. I think yep. that's especially at a tight end position. I think, you know, if he can continue to get the targets he's been getting the last three weeks, I think he's playable. Uh, well, here's one for you because uh, Evan Ingram has been reliable all year long until, you know, he left with an injury and he was fine until he wasn't this past week. Oh, where would where would you go with Kate Odden versus Evan Ingram this week if you were disappointed from his last performance? Uh, I, So I haven't really been on Evan Ingram all that much. Yeah. Not really on Jacksonville all that much. So I, I think I'd go Kate Otten. It's a better off, well, better offense better quarterback. Uh, and from what I saw last week, cause it was like one of the first games where I actually kind of paid attention to the bucks. Uh, he seemed to be pretty involved. The announcers called him mini Gronk. So I mean, why not? Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's go with it. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, you'll probably throw them in, but yeah, you don't really know what to expect. Uh, I, I needed a measly, like I think 12 points out of Mike Evans last week and didn't get that. So, yeah, he uh, he disappointed for sure, um, and uh, we'll see if he can bounce back. Yeah, I mean, running backs, I think, are your surest bet. You're starting Geno. You're probably starting Brady. And then, yeah, receivers, you're probably going both Seattle. And then Evans, I think, is more sure than Godwin, right? Um, maybe not. It just depends. I mean, if you look at it, they've been fairly even on targets or Godwin 
with more targets. So, I mean, it just depends on who Brady likes that game, who doesn't get covered by the defense. So yeah. Goblin uh, got a point more than Evans last week, actually. Yeah. So it's hard to choose between those two. Uh, I think Evans has more of the touchdown threat, but Godwin has more of the, he'll get uh, more targets in my opinion. So sure. Jacksonville, Kansas City, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. You're starting Travis Etienne. Uh, Things get interesting from there. We just mentioned Ingram, but how about Christian Kirk? You don't know what you're going to get out of the – it's almost like, uh, you know, it's just a cloudy receiving core. Kirk, Marvin Jones, I'm seeing him projected for a little under 10. Uh, Is Ingram going to get back into the fold? Is ETN just going to carry and eat up all the fantasy points? And then what do we do with uh, the Chiefs? Tony still kind of getting acclimated with the offense. And then uh, Harbin, a guy you're high on, had a huge game last week, and he's trending upward. Yeah, I think, uh, honestly, you can start, besides Patrick Mahomes on that offense and Travis Kelsey, I think you can start Juju. I think you can start McCole Hardman. Uh, Mm -hmm. Juju, I... We kind of talked about it on my show. I think he's finally starting to figure out that offense, figure out kind of the ins and outs and the improvisation that can happen. So uh, I think he's starting to fit in well there. And then uh, McCole Hardman is turning kind of into the Tyreek Hill utility guy that they like, you know, yeah. give him runs, get him short, quick passes, let him use his speed. Uh, so I think those two are definitely playable uh, as well. And then on Jacksonville's side, I don't like any of the receivers. Yeah. And I would honestly just pivot away if you can. If not, then you got to go with Christian Kirk because he's the most like solid out of any of them. Right. I, the the matchup intrigues me, right? If, Jackson, if mm-hmm. Jacksonville has to throw in it, Chiefs exactly not great at defending uh, the pass. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And you said Hardman. It seems like he's been there forever, so he's obviously familiar with Patrick Mahomes. And that Andy Reid offense um, should be interesting. ETN, where you know we were just gushing about him on your show. He's you know he's really come on. He's leaping up dynasty rankings, and uh, you know he's really fantasy owners got a treat early once uh, they traded James Robinson away. Yeah, and uh, we talked about it on my show. Is he going to get his four straight hundred yard rushing game? We both mm-hmm. said yeah to that. So uh, yep. it's it's looking up for him. I like it. Texans, Giants, uh, you're starting Saquon. Uh, You're Mm -hmm. obviously starting him with full confidence. He's projected 24. You're starting Pierce. Um, Daniel Jones is interesting as he's kind of leaping up the fantasy boards. Is he, you're going to roll him out comfortably against Houston? Uh, If it's a streaming option, yeah. I I wouldn't start him over your starter if uh, your starter is in this week. But Mm -hmm. yeah, he's a streaming option for sure. Uh, it just kind of gets hairy once you get to like who who's he gonna throw the ball to besides Saquon because yeah right it's just kind of all over the place so far this year so I think you can stream him I think you got to be a little more cautious on what you try to do with the receiving core because I don't for both teams right you're kind of rolling the dice for any start if you're thinking Wandell if you're thinking real if you're in some real trouble like I am you got Darius Slayton in there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you're worried about him. Galladay might come back and it might muddy things even more. What is Cook's story? Cooks doesn't even want to play for his team anymore. Is he gonna play? Nico Collins can't stay healthy. And then uh who's that guy more who stepped up? Uh Christian, maybe something more because there's two like younger wide receivers that have 
made kind of splashes of 10 to 12 points throughout the past couple years that now are kind of stepping in and being like, Hey, there's no one else. You got to throw to us now. So, uh, but how about the uh, tight end I talked about on my show? Tegan Quatoriano (laughs) got a touchdown last week. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to do much else, but he's starting in my TFS and, uh, is the tight end room is thin as it can be. You need a flyer and everybody else is taken. I guarantee that guy is sitting on your waiver wire. So why like not it. see what he can do? Talk about efficiency. One target, one reception, one tutty. Um, <laughs> I like it. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's move on to the Vikings. Bills, keep your eye on the injury report for Josh Allen. And that might, you know, that might. What I'm thinking is, you know, you're going to start digs because you got to throw to that top target, even if it is Case Keenum. Naeem Hines barely saw the field, but what if Case Keenum's out there and this just sets up for Dink and Dunk City? Like, is he a stash candidate? I don't think you can start him with any confidence. And again, this is all boring on uh, Josh Allen's health. Yeah. uh, Keenum, I I wouldn't play Keenum. Uh, I think you can still be okay with guys like uh, Stephon Diggs and, Devin Singletary is kind of a guy we don't really talk about. I mean, he's in kind of that 10 point range, but talk about kind of stepping up from what he used to be. At least now they've got some sort of running game that isn't just Josh Allen. Uh, And maybe they lean on that a little more this week with uh, if Allen's not in. So Devin Singletary could be kind of a sneaky play in there. Uh, But on the other side, you know, Kirk Cousins, the streaming quarterback himself, yeah, uh, Mr. Frosty Ice or whatever the hell that uh, video was of him on the plane. And, he's a uh, weird dude. He's something. But uh, Justin Jefferson for sure. Yep. TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. I think he's turned into a for sure as well. Uh, and then Dalvin Cook. Uh, you're going to play him because he's Dalvin yeah. Cook. but. Right. You got to be a little wary just because it is a pretty good Buffalo defense. Uh, how much is he going to be involved? And great. is he going to be efficient? So that that's going to be a little uh, tricky there. That's a great point. Uh, going back to Cousins, would you start him or Brissett? Brissett. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, think the mat- I, I think the matchup is better for Brissett. And, uh, you know, Cousins, if he does outscore Brissett, it's going to be garbage time. Uh, right. Because if this game is close, it's not going to be as much passing. There will be passing, obviously, but it'll be more, you know, maybe we're up by a few points. We're going to run a little more, and then you kind of phase Kirk Cousins out of that, uh, you know, big-time points category. So, And we're moving um, into our next game there to kind of just, would you do Cousins or Jared Goff as they're kind of one-two yeah. on top of each other too? Cousins. Okay. Uh, I Chicago – let's be honest, has a real good defense. And Jared Goff is not an elite quarterback. So no. I I, just, I don't like that matchup. I don't like the fact that it's Jared Goff. Uh, so, yeah, I'd put Cousin. Sounds good. You're must-starting uh, Justin Fields. He's been QB1 for, like, the last four weeks combined. He's been a stud. Is Mooney starting to creep back into people's hearts as a reliable guy? I mean, all of a sudden they're looking for people to throw to. Uh, Khalil Herbert, I you know he's been on my bench just racking up points. I throw him in the starting lineup. You know, geez, it's just it's tough, but obviously feels the most sure thing. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get real close to this, Mike. Everybody, do not get all worked up about Chicago receivers. Justin Fields still only threw for 123 passing yards last week. Bingo. And he ran for 120. He, he ran for like 178. He ran yeah. fine. Yeah. But 120 passing yards, that's not going to supplement any receivers that point. you may have. So don't go crazy. Start <laughs> Justin it. Fields. Don't go crazy. Uh, I think maybe Cole Komet is probably the only guy I'm comfortable starting because it's kind of been his main guy. He sure. had two touchdowns last week, so yeah. two of the three touchdowns that he threw were to Cole Komet. That's probably the only receiving option I'd throw in there uh, for the Bears. And kind of overall, right? Do you like Amon Ross St. Brown? Do you like uh, – what's going on with Swift? Uh, it's been tough go for the Lions. Yeah, tell me about Swift, man. I made a trade for him because I was like, all right, he had some good games. He's going to have two weeks. They're going to let him rest. Then the bye week, then he's going to come back, didn't come back. Came back the two weeks after, he's been limited, been more Jamal Williams. I'm getting frustrated with it. I think you still got to start Swift because, I mean, he's one of those like considered higher running backs. But if you've got the chance to maybe go get Jamal Williams and start him over Swift, I might do that because he's been honestly more involved. And I don't know when they're going to finally be like, okay, Swift, we're not scared of you getting hurt again. Go ahead and play. Right. Kind of where we've been sitting with it. Here's some, uh, I'll let you get a swig there. It was kind of cool how your uh, neon sign was reflecting off the top of that. It looked like, yeah, there you go. It's some good stuff there. Um, So let's get uh, some start sits. DeAndre Swift, I'm just going to throw a couple at you and you can rank them, right? All right, so let's go Swift, Sanders, Najee, Jamal. I would say Sanders at that one. He's been a sneaky, uh, good, good guy there. Then I would put Jamal over DeAndre Swift and then Najee just at the bottom there. Najee's been just God awful this year. I don't understand it after last year being so damn good. This year's just been tough. Crazy. If I was to throw Fournette into that mix, where would he fall in that four? He'd fall in fourth. He'd he'd fall oh. over uh, Najee, but not over the other guys. Gotcha. Like it. Uh, well, let's go to Najee's team. Steelers, Saints. Uh, what do you do here? Pickens, all of a sudden, you can't trust. Uh, you know this. I, who do you trust even in this game? You've got Olave. And then I'm struck a uh, Kamara, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. where else are you going in this game, fantasy wise? Uh, DFS wise, I went with some Jawan Johnson. So yeah. you know, maybe you can think about him. Value uh, play. You you got to go with Olave. I mean, it's struggle bus, but I mean, he's been fairly consistent. He hasn't had any like big time boom games, uh, but he's going out and getting you 12, 15, 16 points, you know? So I think you can still kind of trust him. Uh, but it, uh, nah, that one's tough too. Uh, yeah. remind me who their opponent is. Steelers Saints. Steelers. Yeah. So Steelers side, <laughs> you just got to give one of those. You, honest, you yeah. don't know. I mean, is Kenny Pickett going to, be decent enough in this game to supplement George Pickens. 
Uh, Pat Fryermuth, I don't like that because it's the Saints and the Saints are tough as shit against the uh, tight end position. So it's kind of a tough, tough read on like actually playing anybody. I'm probably going to be playing Pickens this week if mm-hmm. that helps anybody. But I mean, right. it's a, it's a, there you go. You're just kind of <laughs> right. Yeah. Plug, plug and pray. <laughs> You're poking him with a stick. Come on, do something. Um, this one should be pretty easy. Browns, Dolphins, you're starting. Um, Tua, you're going to – if Jacoby Brissett's available and you need a quarterback, we like him, stream him. Um, you're starting Waddle. You're starting Hill. Running back's interesting. Mostert. Jeff Wilson Jr. I think was the hottest waiver wire option. Is he all of a sudden going to fall back off, or is he going to start stealing Raheem's carries? Uh, it's interesting because both of those guys came from the 49ers, where Coach McDaniel mm-hmm. did. Um, thoughts there? Yeah, uh I think both the guys have fallen kind of into the flex category. I think those two uh, you can put in your flex and be a little more comfortable than some other guys. Uh, but as far as like running back one, running back two, I don't know. It's hard to yeah. hard to gauge because Mostert's been decent this year. Jeff Wilson comes in and throws out 16 points. And okay. You know, so that's kind of tough. Other side, uh, you're going to start Nick Chubb regardless. Yep. Amari Cooper. Uh, I'm pretty high on Amari Cooper. Let's let's uh, toss him into that mix. Wide receiver 12 this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's knocking on the door, top 10. Uh, and who's to say, you know, if, when Deshaun Lofton comes back, he doesn't just blast that door down and get inside the top 10. And I bet he's wide receiver top three if you go home road splits. Uh, this dude loves the home fans. Cleveland, Oakland, Dallas. Go look at his stats at home games here. He's in Cleveland. Uh, no, he's not. Is this a road game in Miami? Maybe I'm a fool for this. Um, <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. Wow. Uh, that would actually – I don't think it changes much you're playing him, but I was banking – I thought he had a home game, but this might be in Miami. Um, Chubb starting. Peoples-Jones, keep an eye on Njoku's status. Maybe no. Njoku's questionable right now if he says he wants to play. Do you uh, – tight end, you're probably throwing Njoku, right, if you need him. Yeah, I mean, I've got him sitting on my bench, and it's kind of a position of if he's going to play, I'm going to put him in. Uh, yep. It's just kind of at that spot. Uh, yeah, that game is in Miami. Interesting. Uh, well, but I mean, shit doesn't have to play in the cold. That kind of no, that'll out. help. Yeah, if Miami so, fans aren't exactly raucous. They're not going to be booing them heavily. You know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but with Njoku, if he's going to play, I'm going to plug him in. Because yeah. we we've seen consistency out of them, and let's be honest, what else do you have at tight end? Yeah, just no depends kidding. there too. So, uh, Broncos Titans. This might be quick. Only confidence starter out of this game, Derrick Henry. True or false? True. Yeah, I, I would not touch anything else at all with, and um, maybe their defenses. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Sure. Because honestly, like uh, I love the Titans defense. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're both their defenses are pretty good. Um, if you were gonna play a defense, I'd play Tennessee's over Denver because mm-hmm. Denver's not gonna move the damn ball. Nope. Maybe maybe this is the week they get it done, but uh, as a Broncos fan, I watch their games. I'm like, this is bullshit. I yep. I could run a better offense on Madden. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's it's tough, but you could probably start the Broncos defense too, especially because the Titans, if they're playing Malik Willis, could be turning the ball over a little bit. Yep. So, uh, and lack of points. Henry, 
yeah, it's Derrick Henry or their defenses. Love it. Um, Cowboys, Packers, Cowboys have been that, – that's a must-start defense. Dak, I'm surprised he's – the projections aren't loving him, you know, even though you, you feel like you got to start him, but the projections aren't showing like he's going to pop off. It's almost like he's just kind of doing what he has to. Zeke's questionable. Don't know if he's going to play. If he doesn't, Pollard's obviously a must-start. CD, you're likely going there as well. Do you start anyone on the Packers? Uh, I feel like maybe Aaron Jones is the only person you can even consider. And he keep an eye on the injury report for him as well. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> which in the same case as if Zeke is out, you could play Pollard. If Jones is out, I think you could play Dylan. AJ Dillon. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, <clears throat> on the Cowboys side, I think you can still play Pollard even if Zeke's in. Sure. I, I played Pollard a couple weeks ago, which was when Zeke was out and he was really good had I think three touchdowns so that paid off but even when Zeke is in he's still super involved and this is a Packers defense that isn't great it's not what it used to be they just what they just lost Rashawn Gary yeah Uh, they're gonna be struggling and you know CD Lamb yeah uh Dak Prescott yeah how about some of the news that uh OBJ maybe sprinkling his way on over to the Dallas. I, I feel like I've heard five different teams over the last five weeks. And I just watched a buddy in a 12 team league stash. O- I think he drafted OBJ. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you? He's in debt. He's almost in dead last. And I'm like, this is, it's hysterical. I mean, Hey, maybe it pays off for him, but I highly doubt it. Um, well, I can't say much. Uh, in two of my leagues, I had guys that just weren't doing anything. So I was like, Fuck well, at least they have a Jersey. In. Uh, you know, not sitting I, on the couch on Sundays. Well, I, I threw Odell on uh, just as a stash as well. Because okay. who knows? I mean, especially because the two guys I had to drop for him hadn't done shit. So sure. I was like, you know, let's throw Odell on there, see where he lands, if he lands anywhere. And, you know, maybe he starts popping off for the end of the season, right? When you need some playoff run, that playoffs. would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, keep an eye on that. With that, I mean, then you'd have to keep an eye on CD Lamb. You know, that could mm-hmm. be interesting in terms of yeah. value. Um, Cardinals, Rams, Cup, you're starting. Hopkins, you're starting. James Conner, interesting week. Uh, is he all of a sudden back in the fold? Uh, Rondell Morris, turn, it, it, my, I have the most disgusting 12 team league you have ever seen, like roster you have ever seen in your league. Rondell Moore might be my best player. Like, seriously, it is that bad. Um, could you? I mean, is he? He's he's a he's definitely a flex. Would you go that far? I mean, shit, he outscored uh, Hopkins last week, sure. so I'm I'm lost there. Hopkins, you know, two huge weeks, and then all of a sudden he gets he still got a touchdown, so it was still mm-hmm. relevant. But uh, Rondell Moore outscores him. Yep. Hell's up with that, okay. you know. And let's be honest, going up against Jalen Ramsey, yes. That could just be more for Rondale Moore. So I think you can comfortably start him and be okay with that. Uh, Everywhere else, kind of sell. Don't really like anything for the Rams uh, besides Cooper Cup, you know, and that's that's really where I'm sitting. Uh, You know, you like Higby. Kind of. Could get involved, uh, but – there's no running back position that you no. can trust for them. The rest of the receivers, is it going to – like is Van Jefferson number two? Is Allen Robinson number two? Is it Ben Skoranek who gets a few targets every game? So I, I'm just kind of 
out on the Rams. I'm going to read you just the worst. And for the listeners, just if you're having a bad fantasy season, listen to my team, what I'm doing. I somehow have, I mean, I have three, yeah, three and six. Chuba Hubbard, (laughs) Jarek McKinnon, Rondale Moore. You just said I'm Allen Robinson. My boy, Kate Otten at double flex league. Slayton, Marvin Jones, Jr. Herbert's my quarterback who I freaking hate. He is killing me this year. (laughs) And then that, my best, my best asset, the Cowboys defense. Uh, I think Kate Otten might be that best asset. Shit. Yes, thank you. <laughs> he is, he is. All right. Uh, so that's disgusting, and that's what I get to look forward to setting every week. You know what irritates me is that's your three and six lineup. You want to hear my three and six? Yeah, let's lineup? do it. I want to hear. It. So, it, what pisses me off is that my this team is three and six as compared to your three and six team. I've got Tua, I've got DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker. D Hop, Chris Olave, throwing in your Kate Otten, picked him up this yes. week. Um, Devontae Smith, George Pickens. Oh, Smith. With uh, Mike Williams on the bench, Curtis Samuel on the bench, and like I just said, OBJ sitting, uh, you know, in that little sleeper spot. Let's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I feel for you. Sorry. <laughs> like, if you see my <laughs> team and you're like, wait a second, huh? Um, well, let's talk about Devontae Smith. Well, oh. Oh, last game. Brutal. Yeah, a couple of last weeks you're going, huh? Eagles commanders. What do we do? Uh, you got to just sit Devontae Smith until he shows something. Uh, mm-hmm. What I'm doing this week, he's he's going to ride the pine uh, probably in favor of Curtis Samuel. Yeah, because uh, Curtis Samuel, at least, is showing something. Yeah, it was only three catches for what 70 yards and one of them was a long touchdown where the uh referee played the best pick play you could ever see uh, great screen uh, but uh you know it's just tough i i was really on the fence last week about possibly playing smith in that thursday night game luckily uh-huh. i had him out yeah and it worked out for me because he got like four points and that's right. pretty much been his line all year which it's it's tough because you expect a lot out of them, but it's pretty much the AJ Brown show for those wide receivers. Yeah, no kidding. It's uh, and Sanders all of a sudden, you know, running the rock, and they're it hurts obviously always running too. So it's interesting. AJ Brown, yeah, it's I mean, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen there. A scary Terry, com- a comfortable start. Or are you honestly, yeah, you like him more than Samuel? Samuel all of a sudden, uh, outgaining him with the touchdown. Uh, you know, it's it is what it is. We'll just say that. Uh, I think Curtis Samuel's still all right, but especially if it's Taylor Heineke. I I still trust Terry McLaurin more with Taylor Heineke than uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, no. He's so irrelevant, I just forgot his name. Uh, I I still don't understand why that. And (laughs) fun, interesting thing. uh, They're trying to sell season tickets for next year. Right. And they're using Taylor Heineke as the poster boy for that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are they using freaking uh, Daniel Schneider, too, as he's selling the team? He's trying to sell season tickets. That actually might make the season tickets go more. Um, yeah. All right. Last two games here. Ricky Larson, <laughs> appreciate his insight as always. Chargers, 49ers, start C-Mac, um, start Eckler. Chargers, did you like what you see out of Josh Palmer? Uh, he seems to always be on the injury report, but he, you know, Herbert, unfortunately, looks terrible. I mean, would you go Herbert over Garoppolo versus Herbert? Uh, 
Garoppolo, to be honest, that because, just because yeah. he's he's got his weapons and Herbert does not. There's no there's no Keenan Allen. There's no Mike Williams. Gerald Everett is whatever. Tailback. Josh Palmer, uh, you know, it just comes down to who the hell else can Herbert throw the ball to? And it's just Josh Palmer right now. So yeah. I think he's an OK start. Uh, he's been somebody that is just sitting on the waiver wire staring at me saying you want to play me you want to play me so uh, he's a guy that i think you can play this week be definitely fine with that uh yeah playing both the running backs and that's really as comfortable as you can get what's Uh, the word with debo i mean uh yeah i he's been what sitting on the injury report the last two weeks yeah, so he last uh, played week seven against Kansas City, and I he had nine points. I don't think that was with McCaffrey, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and it's uh, the, the utility-ness that Debo had is really no longer needed. They've got so another Debo, a better Debo. Where, where are we placing you know the value of him? Because that was the value that he's – going to be a running back he's going to be a wide receiver now they've got a running back wide receiver quarterback guy with uh christian mccaffrey so uh, i think you're okay if you sit him this week and just kind of wait to see how it plays out uh which kind of sucks but hey throw in brandon Ayuk. yeah that's that's a guy that flies under the radar really liked him after his rookie year last year they just mm-hmm hated him apparently right because he right. didn't get much but he's uh he's kind of showing out this year as well last game colts raiders yuck true or false he's starting any single indianapolis colt their defense i like that is taylor gonna play uh, too i guess is a better question uh you know i think even if he does play it's gonna be limited you're you're not really gonna want to play him uh it's if he was fully healthy, this would be a great matchup because yeah. the Raiders aren't that good against uh, running backs. They give up a lot, but I don't, I don't trust that he's going to either play or play a full game. So then you've got to mix in guys like uh, Deion Jackson, Philip Lindsay. You just don't really know where that sits. Uh, other side. Damn it. I, my brain isn't here today. <laughs> Uh, Colts are playing Raiders. Raiders, yeah. Uh, other side, you're gonna you're gonna play uh, Devonte Adams, regardless. Uh, as bad as Derek Carr is, you got to go Devonte Adams. Uh, honestly, you might be able to if uh, Darren Waller isn't in play Foster Moreau. Okay. Uh, I remember because, we talked about this like I feel it feels like six weeks ago when I posed the question is Darren Waller going to play a single game the rest of the season and I still I'm asking the same question yeah it's uh it's kind of up in the air they just paid him that fat bag of money and rumor was that uh Green Bay tried to go get him yeah how about and that and they still didn't want to deal him so I'm assuming he's going to come back and play at some point because if if they were like, eh, he's probably not going to play the rest of the year, they might have been more willing to give him up. Right. They didn't. So I think he'll be back at some point. And then go ahead and start Josh Jacobs. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of an ugly play because it's a tough 
Colts, Colts defense, but we've seen enough out of Josh Jacobs so far this year that you can plug him in and at least hope for 15 uh, with 30 being that higher end that he's put up before. Would you? I mean, I feel like we can't trust Pittman Jr. again. Who's going to play quarterback? Jeff Saturday is he even going to, you know, what is he just going to run go routes the entire time as his first play calling duties? He's got an assistant coach calling plays who's never done it before. Would you start Pittman or Olave? Olave. Yeah. Yeah. I am more sold on Olave right now in that situation than Pittman in whatever this situation is. Uh, but hey, new coach, you talked about it on my show. They go out and they just play pretty well. So yeah. who knows? Maybe Pittman goes out and gets five catches, 80 yards and a touchdown. Maybe Paris Campbell gets a big time play. Maybe Alec Pierce gets seven catches. I don't know. Gets more than two targets. We're uh, sitting here in a big I don't know stage for yeah. uh, the Colts. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, and maybe it opens up the playbook. Who knows? Um, yep, so check out the show, Lucky Shots Media. Great stuff all week, as you can stay up to date fantasy football and all things NFL. We talk betting as well when I hop on each week. Uh, Ricky, great stuff as always. Great to get you back on. We'll talk next week. Yes, thank you.